music is still playing. I'm thankful. Come on, just think about one thing that God has done for you on this week. It's one thing for the praise team to sing it, but it's another thing for us to praise God for it. Glory, come on, with hands lifted up. I'm thankful. Come on, let's just stay there a little longer. Thankful. I'm thankful for all you've done. Thankful. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Thankful. As we've come into this house this morning. Thankful. We're here because of what God has done. He's blessed us to see this another day. Thankful. So we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Thankful. And we enter his courts with praise. Thankful. And we're thankful unto him, yeah. I'm thankful unto him, yeah. Are you thankful this morning? He gave us food, clothes, and shelter. Up this morning, and he started us, started us, started us all away. I'm forever thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, close your eyes and sing it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It was no goodness of mine, oh, Bishop. Thank you, Jesus. I know it was nobody but you, Lord. Thank Oh, and we're here today to give your name the praise. And we're here today to lift you up, Lord. We're thankful this morning and we give God praise hallelujah you can take your seats but the spirit of worship is in the house and one thing I've learned about worship you can't rush worship it takes how many worshipers do I have here this morning that's it then come on just lift your hands right there and close your eyes and just give God another 60 seconds of a praise and worship of thanksgiving. Think about all the things that you've been through already this year, 2023. That if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, on my side, we would have been swallowed up. But oh, taste and see <laughs> that the, oh, glory, that the Lord is good. How many people know that God is good this morning? Oh, Thankful If I had 10,000 tongues Thankful It wouldn't be enough to praise your name Oh Lord Glory to God Now come on, can we just put our hands together And give God a thanksgiving praise 
Yes, come on, I think we can do a little bit better than that. Come on, we gotta set the atmosphere. Hallelujah, the praise team has already set the atmosphere. The prayer has already gone up, but come on, let's make it a little bit louder. Come on, put those hands together and give God a thunderous praise because we serve a great God who's worthy of a great praise. Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done, all that he's done, give God praise. Can we celebrate the man of God, the shepherd of this house, Bishop Benjamin Watts and his lovely wife, First Lady Watts. Oh, come on. Let's do a little bit better than that. Good leadership is a blessing, y'all. I'm trying to tell you. You can take your seats. I said good leadership is a blessing. If I hear another thing about another pastor, Hallelujah, glory to God. <laughs> I want to hear something good. I said, I want to hear something good. And I believe that we have a man and a woman of God that has a good report. Am I right about it? Then let's make some noise again in this place. Oh, for leaders that serve. Glory. You don't have to be ashamed of. Hallelujah. But you can be proud to call them their, your leaders. So we thank God for Bishop and his wife on this morning. I'm here because of his invitation, and I'm just honored to be in this house once again. I am co-pastor Tina Moyer. For those that know me, for those that do not know me, from Kingdom Center Church, my husband, Pastor Sigmund Moyer, is the senior pastor. And so we bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to get right in and out of your way, and we're going to start with leading you to Isaiah, the 40th chapter. If you have your Bibles, your devices, whatever it is, whatever the custom of this house is, I see people are standing in honor of the word. So we're going to stand. I know some people say, you know, we should only stand for the New Testament, but I believe that all of God's word should be honored. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. So Isaiah, the NIV version starting at verse 25 and ending with verse 31. And it reads on this wise, to whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and behold who hath created these things that bringeth out their hosts by number. He calleth them all by names by the greatness of his might. For that he is strong in power, and not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel? 
My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord <laughs> shall renew their strength. They shall mount up, somebody say mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint this is the word of the lord thanks be unto god god bless you you may take your seats but they that wait upon the lord shall renew somebody say renew renew their strength they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. For a subject this morning, I'd like to simply use don't faint. Don't faint. This entire 40th chapter, which was not read in your hearing, has been designed, as someone said, to take your focus away from everything else, and to consider the sovereign Lord, the one true and living God. It begins with a message of comfort and redemption from the Lord, verses 1 through 2. It points to the coming of Christ and good news, verses 9 through 11. Isaiah then directs you to consider the immensity and wisdom of the Lord to do all he has promised, verses 12 through 14. Everything mentioned is to persuade you <laughs> to trust God, that his heart is as tender as it is strong. He is no less willing than able to save. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Psalm 103. I also want to give honor to my husband in his absence and to you, all the people of God, in your proper places. Verses 28 says, The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, glory, neither is weary. I'll be in and out of your way, so y'all come on with me. In other words, if God doesn't faint, then neither should we. Can I get a witness? And if we be honest this morning and talk truth, I am sure at some point in your life and mine, we either fainted or were about to faint. About to quit. About to give up. Do I have any witnesses beside myself? But you know the saying, winners never quit and quitters never win. This morning, we've got to be determined to win. No matter what we're faced with, and no matter what 
we are dealing with. Be determined to win. Be determined to win. Somebody say that. Say, be determined to win. To handle it. To deal with it. Who am I talking to? I say I'm talking to who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to us. To handle it. To deal with it. To get through it. In fact, there are some things right now that I'm dealing with. Anybody else besides me? But I'm determined with God's help to win. <laughs> Glory. Now, come on. I got a little bit ways to go. To win, to win, to get through it. It also says that he is neither weary. Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. We can only reap what God has promised us as we are able to endure and hold on. In other words, not faint. And the only way to not faint is to what? Keep moving. Look at somebody say, keep moving. You know the old urban slang we used to use and we may still use it. We used to say, keep it moving. It was a figure of speech, meaning don't stop, but keep going. We can't afford to stop now. Some of us, Bishop, have been in this too long. You talked about growing up in church. Glory to God. We've been in this thing a long time. Let people misjudge you. Let them think they know what they think they know. Let them laugh. I don't let them talk about you. <laughs> But whatever, and I thank God for Mother Ida. Can we just clap our hands and praise God for her? She drove me this morning. That's it. She took the time to drive me, and I honor her as the woman of God. Whatever you do, don't allow hate to cause you to stop. But just tell somebody sitting next to him, say, keep moving. Clark's sister sung it a long time ago, says, by all means, keep moving. They said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk at all, then get down on your knees and crawl. <laughs> this morning, sometimes we got to crawl, but we must stay in motion, Bishop. How many people believe that God wants you to stay in motion? We got to stay in motion. Don't allow the enemy to have the upper hand in your life. And as I was walking up the steps last night, uh, I began to think about, because I got some issues going on with Achilles and heel spurs for anybody that know what I'm talking about. I got some witnesses out there. Hallelujah, glory to God. You know, sometimes it's difficult to make it up the steps. But I heard in my spirit as I was going up the steps, don't allow what's crippling you to overtake you. Don't let it overtake you. All right, not yet, not yet. Don't allow the thing that has come to handicap you, uh, to cripple you to the point that you can't move. Things will come. How many people know what I'm talking about? Things will come with your permission and without your permission. 
but don't allow it to weigh you down to the point that you can't even get up. This is an encouraging word for somebody this morning, even those Facebook, YouTube, here in the building. Glory, just take it and be blessed by it. It's designed to kill you and me. See, that's, see, that's what we got to realize. It's already been designed to kill us. The devil comes, the Bible says, what? To kill, steal, and destroy. Ain't nothing changed. His agenda is still the same. But how many people know that Jesus has come? Yeah, he comes, but Jesus has come. Oh, and he's come to give us life and that more abundantly. When God is your portion, how many people know you got to make it? You got to make it. He will give us strength to keep moving. Even when our body and our minds tell us we can't. I know I'm talking to somebody else beside myself. Even when your mind tells you you can't, when the devil says no, God says yes. To faint, what does it mean to faint? It means to grow weak and feeble, to decline. It's just like a person who's been sick for a long time. They don't look the same as when they first got sick, but after suffering for so long, you start to notice a decline. How many people know what I'm talking about? Uh, as it is in the natural, so it is in the spiritual. Some of us have suffered a spiritual decline. And because of carnality, because we got a lot of that in the church, a lot of that in the kingdom, because of carnality and sin uh, that we've allowed to enter in. Some of us, not all of us, but some of us have lost our passion. Some of us have lost our fire for God. Okay, let me break it down. We used to love to come to church, but now we find any excuse to stay home and watch it online. Now, don't get me wrong. I love online because we have a hybrid service. We do two in person and fifth Sunday, three in person and two online. And we have church. We have church at home online but how many people know there's nothing like when the saints get together and have church where the spirit of the lord is there's life and there's liberty instead of reading a chapter of the bible we read a verse instead we're on a lenten consecration and we're following bible gateway their uh format for scripture reading and so you have to read at least two or three chapters a day of straight up Bible understanding as we come, you know, toward the Lent, we're in the Lenten season, but as we come toward Easter to understand the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, reading his word. Quick to watch TV. Quick to scroll down Facebook and our Instagram timeline. But we can't seek God for more than an hour. Mm, ouch. That might have hurt a little bit, but that's all right. Everything and everybody else is more important. And why? Because of spiritual decline. Sometimes it's sin. Sometimes it's just feebleness that is set in. Feebleness 
because of the problems, circumstances, and cares of this life. In other words, if it's not one thing, it's another. Bishop, right after you uh, spoke to me and we text each other on Wednesday about coming to preach, I didn't tell you, but the next day my nephew died. It shook me, spirit of heaviness. I'm just now coming kind of out of it. Spirit of heaviness was sitting on me. I almost called Bishop, but I didn't. And then to top it off, uh, Friday I found myself in the doctor's office, not knowing if I was going to have to go to the hospital, stay in, or whatever. And as Bishop uh, coined it, he said, I understand warfare. And that's exactly what it is, warfare. Just one thing after the other. If it's not this, it's that. If it's not that, it's this. One thing after the other. Warfare. And how many people know that if you're not prayed up, is it all right for me to talk to you this morning? Hallelujah. If you're not prayed up, if your faith is not in God, see, you can't just have faith in the situation. You got to have faith in the God of the situation because God is sovereign. He can do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, where he wants to do it, and like he wants to do it. Faith in God. Warfare can wear you out. It can rob you of the passion that you once had. Can I be real this morning? Your drive, your zest, and your zeal. Your desire to do more and to be more than what you are. It can leave you feeling that you are about to faint. But the message this morning is don't faint. Somebody say, say don't faint. Come on, tell somebody else, say don't faint. It is a command. It is a command. I said it's a command. Because sometimes, how many know you got to command your own self? You got to speak to your own self. David said in Psalm 27 and 13, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And notice he said, had fainted, meaning I would have despaired, but thank God I didn't. Thank God I didn't. How many people were almost there, but not quite? Almost, but not quite. This morning, many of us would have despaired, but thank God we did not. We didn't because of one reason. It's called God's goodness. Come on, can I get somebody to praise God for his goodness? His goodness and his mercy, David said, that shall follow me, Bishop, all the days of my life. All of the days, not just one day, not just two days, not just three days, not just when I'm doing good, not just when everything is going right, but somebody shout all of the days, <laughs> all the days of my life, God has been good to us. Glory. And don't you let the devil tell you elsewise. In fact, we are here right now because he has been good. Someone under the sound of my voice may have become weary, but the goodness of God says to us this morning, it's time to get up. It's time to get up. 
My next point is try it again. Look at your neighbor and say, try it again. It does not matter what has caused you to become immobile. This morning, God wants us to try it again. He wants us to get our passion back. Oh, we had a dream, some of us, and we lost our dream. But how many people know you can dream again? You can still reach for the stars. Why? Because God is good. Come on, say that. God is good. Oh, all my life you have been faithful, Cece. And all of my life you have been so good. With every breath I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Can we just do that verse? All my life you have been faithful. Come on, lift your hands. All of my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Come on, lift your hands real quick. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. One last time, I will sing of the goodness of God. Now can somebody just give him a praise right there for his goodness? His goodness that affords us the opportunity to try it again. Yes, we've been sick, some of us, been disappointed, suffered rejection, many times been weak, maybe even to the point of fainting. But the good news is that I didn't faint and neither did you. And even if you did faint, it was God that brought you back. All right. Why? Because he specializes in resuscitation. Uh, verse 29, and I'm almost done, says he giveth power to the faint. And to them uh, that have no might, he increaseth strength. The only way to keep from fainting this morning is we got to get an increase of strength. An increase of God's power in our life. No, we cannot make it on our own. The days are too evil. We need God more now than ever. I know they don't talk much about it, Bishop, even as you were talking about old school having church, but we need the Holy Ghost. How many people know we need the Holy Ghost? I don't care what the government says. I don't care what your family says. I don't care what your best friend may say. We need the Holy Ghost. We need an increase in his power. His power in our life so we can't faint. Men's hearts are failing them because of fear. But when you have God in your heart, you cannot fail. I don't care what comes and I don't care what goes. It is God's power that will sustain us. It is God's power that will help us. It is God's power that will keep us. And I want you to know that these are the last days. This is the end of the age. And I believe that Jesus is on his way back. Well, I want you to know the only 
morning is you've got to have power. The power of the Holy Ghost. Not your power and not my power, but Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost power. When I was coming up in the Kojic church, we used to have something called tarrying. How many people know what I'm talking about this morning? What we used to do is come around the altar and we, we begin to pray. And we didn't just come and go back to our seats, but we came to the altar and we cried out to God. We prayed with everything that was within us. We called on him. You know the mothers of the church used to say, you got to call on him. And I want you to know today that we're living in a time when we must call on the name of the Lord. We've got to call him until he comes. We've got to call him until he shows up. We've got to call him until we be endued, endued with power. Because it's God's power that's going to get us through. Power to sustain us. Power to keep us. Power to enable us. So that those times when we're weak and we can't see our way through, the Holy Ghost will give us the help that we need. The Holy Ghost, sometimes you got to wait on him, which is my next point. You got to wait on God. The Bible declares to wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he, he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, I said, wait on the Lord. Verse 30 says, even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But they, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not at a and not get weary. They shall shall renew their strength another translation says oh they shall get new strength I don't know about you today I have strength but I need some more strength I need more strength I need the more of God I need his spirit to lead and guide me because God is not by power nor is it by might but it's by his I believe it was the Apostle Paul said, having obtained help from the Lord, I continue until this day. I don't know about you, but I need help. I need help to live right. I need help so I don't cuss my neighbor out. I need help so I can endure backstabbing, jealousy, folks talking about you, folks being Folks to say they love you, but it's nothing but hatred in their heart. I need help, help from above. I need the help of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said before he ascended up, he told the apostles, he said, go up to Jerusalem and wait. Wait for the promise, the promise of the Father. There's some things that you can only get as you pray. 
you wait on him in his word, but wait on the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Come on, clap those hands and give God a praise. Hallelujah, glory. Wait on the Lord. Hey, God, he will come through. Hallelujah. Even as we are celebrating this women's history, there are so many to name. But even after just commemorating Black History Month, Harriet Tubman could never have become the famous conductor of the Underground Railroad leading hundreds of slaves, hear me, to freedom and safety. She needed a strength. Even as we're celebrating the women, this message is for women and men, she needed a new strength. We need strength every day. Glory to God. We are the Harriet Tubmans of this day. Oh, I didn't get an applause. I said, we are the Harriet Tubmans of this day. She did what she needed to do back then, but we are Harriet Tubman today. What do you mean? She led the slaves to freedom. We are to lead those that are enslaved by sin. We are to lead them to their freedom that they can only find in the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I just finished Bishop reading a book I picked up in school. I work in the school system. I work in a kindergarten class of 24 kids, five and six years old. And if you have any five or six year olds in your life, you know it takes strength. Can I get a witness? It takes strength. <laughs> but in this book, I just finished it called Tunnel Vision. Picked it up, there was a big box of books, I guess that they gave the students to read. And I just wanted to check it out. It tells a story of how a teenager committed suicide. The book starts off by telling the story of how he committed suicide. And no one could figure out why. This one blamed themselves, that one blamed himself. But the truth was, he didn't think he had any other option. In his mind, death was the ultimate peace, the ultimate freedom that one could ever experience. His thoughts were skewed, hear me. His mind messed up. He was brilliant, educated, best at everything that he did. How many people know that people's minds today are messed up? There are so many people's minds, if you just have a conversation with them, they're messed up. They have the wrong understanding about life. It is Jesus Christ who died for us. And he died so that we might have life. And that more abundantly. What are you saying? I'm saying that there is someone today who is dependent on you. And they're depending on me. And the only way that they're going to get the help they need, the only way that God is going to be able to use us and get the glory out of our life is we must be determined not to faint. 
Straight up. That's the message. Come on, I just need you to lift your hands right there. Come on, stand to your feet. Hallelujah, glory to God. Be determined this morning that no matter what comes, keep moving no matter what comes your way. No matter what the obstacles are, no matter the handicap, no matter what is crippling you, always have a mind to get back up and try it again. If you try it again, the Lord will come through. All you got to do is wait on him. Come on. I just want us to pair up in twos. Grab the hand of a neighbor, two by two. And what we're going to do is we're going to intercede because this message is about not fainting. And I believe that God wants to give us a new strength this morning. He wants us to be empowered. And it's not by power and it's not by our might, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. So as the musicians are playing, I just want you to grab that hand, both hands. And I want you to begin to intercede for that brother or that sister. The Bible says that we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercession. Right now, you have just become an intercessor. To be an intercessor means to intercede, to stand on behalf of another. I just want you to, on the count of three, just go to praying for that brother. Go to praying for that sister. One, two, three. Come on, begin to pray. The Holy Ghost will reveal to you what to pray for. We want to pray for strength. We want to pray, hallelujah, that they will receive new strength, new joy, a new zeal, a new zest, a new passion. In the name of Jesus, of God, all my life.
righteous man availeth much. The effectual fervent prayer. The effectual fervent prayer. Come on, pray. Pray on fire. Pray. Until God answers.
there's someone here today that desire to give your life to Christ or to be a part of the church, I extend an invitation to you. If you're online and you decide that you want to be a part of this fellowship, join us. You can become a part. You can inbox us right now. You can email us or you can call us this very moment. If you're here in the sanctuary, I extend the invitation. I extend the invitation. I don't know about you, but I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Goodness of God, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing. God wants to do this month, but I really feel open to whatever God wants, and I'm really asking God. We have one in-person worship on the 19th, and that's going to be Pastor Michonne White Bernard will be with us. So Tuesday the 19th, that's the only Bible study that's in-person and online. Every Sunday we're going to be here. Next Sunday, Pastor Cheryl, uh, I should say Professor Cheryl Jilks will be with us next Sunday. She's a womanist scholar, former uh, professor at Colby College, now a distinguished professor at Harvard International University for Religion and Peace. She'll be with us, and we'll close out the month with our own Elder Tasha Martin. So we're going to have a great month of worship. It's going to be exciting. And I can't tell you how proud and pleased I am that my sister counted not robbery to come today and bless us. Let's thank God for co-pastor. What a word, what a word, what a word. Don't faint. Don't faint. I'm excited. You may be seated for just a moment. I'm going to ask you to get your offering ready. Whatever God has laid upon your heart, your tithes, your capital gifts, if you want to give something extra for Pastor Morier, I'm going to ask that you put it in. Just mark that for guest preacher. And it's this Sunday, so it'll go that way. You'll just be adding to whatever we have given. We'll Hopefully, whatever we do will be more than whatever you're going to give because we want to be a blessing to her. Amen? We're going to be a blessing. We're going to be a blessing. Amen? So give as unto the Lord. Give as unto the Lord.